welcome to Structure Gibberish, a podcast about, you know, gibberish that's in like a a rigid form. Yes. And not like, it's not like a mush or a, um, some sort of a... It's not mushy gibberish. It's not It's not liquid. Anyway, we were taking a break from the summer of X-Men, whatever, because we want to talk about some news, which includes some X-Men. Yes. Stuff. So... Going with the theme. Still with the theme. Before we get to the X-Men, because I guess I just realized right now that I grouped all the X-Men topics together and put them at the end. <laughs> uh, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll, we're going to roll with it. So We promise you this episode features something to do with the X-Men. Yeah. Um, probably some good stuff. Mm. Mm. So, first topic. Pat. Masters of the Universe toys. They've existed for some time, I've been told. Yes. In in multiple forms, the greatest of which, of course, being uh, New Adventures. I hate you. No. Um, What's going on with the toy line these days? So, like yesterday, day before, somewhere in that range, we got hit with huge news. Huge. 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 Huge, huge news. Uh, in that... A San Diego Comic-Con exclusive was coming, and it was Masters of the Universe related, which was a a surprise in any realm. But then the biggest surprise is that it's from Mattel. So (laughs) huge, huge. huge. That's the huge part. Yeah. So Mattel is putting out what seems to be from what we can we can figure out is a brand new line. Now, I don't know if this is good. We, We don't know much about this. This is the kickoff to this brand new toy line. Now, I'll say just looking at these, these look more like a toy that I'm hoping is going to end up being available at a store because they don't seem to be like super highly detailed, super highly painted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, they they are very cool and I very much want them. And, uh, and initially, the so the first press release... Uh, they put out basically said, go on to our website on June 17th and pre-order yours. And so I got very excited because I was like, oh, my gosh, I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get it. This is great. And, <laughs> and then I found out that it is just a traditional San Diego Comic-Con exclusive and you cannot just go get it It, for attendees attendees of San Diego Comic-Con can pre-order it and if you are not an attendee you can wait uh, in line and probably have to deal with Digital River and the Blue Screen of Death and all sorts of other bullshit that we (laughs) we've been happy to not have take place for some time Um, but I don't want to focus too much on that because that I'll, I'll get into that when it happens. (laughs) Uh, I want to get into what they're offering here. It is pretty fucking cool. Um, again, we don't know a whole lot, but from the looks of it, this looks like just pretty articulated versions of 5.5. Uh, original figures. Yeah, I was gonna say, are these the same height as the original figures? We don't know for sure, but that's what that's sure what they look like. It, it is. They look exactly um, like the original toys, but with like elbow joints. Right. Well, they got knee, elbow, 
Um, do they and have they, the picture doesn't look they like they do have knee. knee. You can you can see it in some of the other pictures, but okay. they they have the same type of knee joints as well, they have the you know, elbow I'm joints. I'm gonna look at a different picture. Uh, please do. Okay, I have confirmed um, the knee joints. And so they, yeah, they they have. Uh, this is a two pack of Prince Adam and He Man. Uh, the two pack is two in completely different people. A a fantastic package. So the package is built to look like one of the original comic books. The Prince Adam is obviously not the filmation version. <laughs> it is uh, based on the, and I'm sure I'm uh, butchering his name, but the Alcala um, artist who, who drew the original comics. Um, you know, this is more of the barbarian Prince Adam. Um, he has a blue vest and not a pink vest. <laughs> Uh, one of the things of note with this toy line, they achieved something that no He-Man toy has been able to in the past, but has been there from the very beginning. The first sketch of He-Man, for Different whatever reason, is, <laughs> no, for whatever reason, they uh, they drew He-Man with having a knife in his boot. <laughs> and for the first time, I'm happy to report... <laughs> There's a knife in his boots. <laughs> it is a fully removable knife uh, that just tucks into his boot. Um, well, I'm glad we finally checked that off the bucket list. Right. You know, uh, so this set is very interesting. Uh, Can you go in that, either of their, looks like there's a slot in both of their boots. It, there is. Yeah. Okay. Cause if you, if you look, everything you see there is what comes with it. There's only one power sword, one shield and one ax. But mm, there are two, two daggers. Okay. <laughs> um, they also have different hands. Um, <clears throat> so you can have your fist hands, open hands. I believe a special holding aloft a magic sword hand is in there as well. Looks like there's uh, a, a hand for uh, raising your X-Wing out of the swamp. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and and like I said, they're, they just look to be... They're not super articulated, but they are much more articulated than we've been we've grown accustomed to <laughs> for uh, vintage man like I, one of the interesting things oh, here is, I, sorry, I was just gonna say real quick. Huh? I love the idea. I've always wanted them to do this with transformers and the the third parties got closer than Hasbro and Takara probably ever will. but I love this idea of taking the actual original figure and just mm -hmm. being like, here it is with more articulation. Right. Just, just like this is probably where we'd be at if we just never stopped making these toys, you mm -hmm. know, over time they would have added more articulation. They would have kept the same old aesthetic, but it would have, it would have evolved. And that's great. This is awesome. So, um, one of the things that it, it's of note and it's a little odd, I think, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't know why this drew its attention uh, to my eye, but his hair is not painted on. It's a separate piece. Molded in yellow. Yeah. Yes. So that's that's cool because, you know, I mean, no paint rubs, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, for one, that's great. Um, but what you know, this the packaging, I want to touch on the packaging because it's really cool. Um, like I said, the, the front of it is is obviously um, the cover of one of the old mini comics. Um, when you open it, it opens like a comic. And then uh, you do get two whole figures. 
you get a whole He-Man and a whole Prince Adam, which is which is kind of cool. I for my money, I'm okay with. I like the idea of here's just a Prince Adam set for your He-Man. Like I always thought that was kind of silly to be like, here's my Prince Adam. Mm-hmm. Now throw him over here. It's it's He-Man. You know, like I I would have rather have uh, had like, well, here's a silly vest and a different sword. And then like this is a different head. I like that. I like the notion of him, uh, you know, actually transforming in some way. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and again, what's kind of cool is that this gives us the ability to um, to turn He-Man. You know, you can have He-Man with the classic head or you can have He-Man with this more. Uh, mini comic looking head, which is very cool. And again, if you if you, and I don't know if this is lighting or whatnot, but it appears to me that He-Man has more golden blonde hair. Yeah. And Prince Adam has more yellow blonde hair. It definitely looks that way. And, uh, in fact, and would, obviously like his. I would his, be surprised uh, if that is not the case. His gauntlets are, are different colors and, and such. Uh, and He-Man gets an extra touch of paint on the top of his boots. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a really cool set. It's 40 bucks, which is not bad by today's standards. Again, I would really hope if this line does make it to retail, the individual figures would only be around 10 or 15 bucks. Um, paying $20 for something like this is a little bit of a stretch, although we all know I'm going to do it if it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what I have heard... Um, this is, this is, you know, third party. So take it with a grain of salt. I, I heard that the four horsemen did not sculpt these, Hmm. but going forward, they are sculpting the rest of the line, which means there is rest of the line. This is, isn't meant to be a one-off. Yeah. The implication Um, is there. They said the words. So now again, this isn't meant to be a one-off. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't mean it won't be. Um, now, looking at the back, this is kind of something interesting. I like the way the harness is on He-Man. It doesn't look... Well, it, it probably is removable. It looks like there's a little spot there. But what's, what's really interesting to me is that the red dots keep going. I've <laughs> never seen that before. But, yeah, the, the little red squares just keep keep right on going. And they go all um, the I also love, you know, these are just the little the little touches. This this goofy gold and red trim on Prince Adam's shoulders, that is very vintage feeling to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they don't produce that kind of shit for toys anymore. Um I will say this when last last year was it? Um last uh what you call PowerCon when Mattel had a whole bunch of He-Man stuff, this was none of it. None of this was there. (laughs) Um, But they had like fixed the He-Man head, you know, for a long time, the, the reissues, the head wasn't right. And the ones they had were perfect. And this one is no longer perfect again. It's not quite as bad as the ones were, but I don't know. I, I don't know what's so difficult about recreating this head in actual production. Um, but this, this is, I don't know the the head is a miss for me. Um, it, I, if they're going to launch this line, I really hope that they figure out a way to get that right. <laughs> um, now my, my real question is, 
is where is my Skeletor? <laughs> because I have always loved mini comic Skeletor. And if this doesn't, it, I can't imagine this is not going to do well for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. People well, are for dying a, for this kind of stuff. Yeah. For a San Diego um, Comic-Con exclusive, it's certainly going to sell out. Right. So. Right. Um, I don't think that they, and again, for whatever reason, Mattel has zero faith in this product. I don't know why. I mean, granted, obviously they're trying to to build it because, you know, next year we're supposed to have a movie. So this Supposedly. is, I think, their uh, their attempt at like, yeah, okay, fine, we're gonna give you something, <laughs> take it, please, come on. Um, at forty bucks, I'm sure uh, I will probably have to pay eighty or a hundred bucks for this set. <laughs> uh, see, this this is the one area though where Super Seven really does a good job. Because Super 7 would be like, it's an exclusive for now, but don't worry, we're just going to open pre-orders and you'll get it eventually. For the regular <laughs> price, You it, it'll take a really long time, but you will yeah. get it. Um, and that, again, they, they really have that all over uh, these guys. Also, I'm just noticing now uh, another, you know, different picture. Prince Adam, not so much of a tan. He-Man, very tan. Yeah, he's the best tan. I'm so tired, pal. I'm so sorry. Um, that, yeah, it definitely seems like when He Man gets struck by lightning, he's uh, he's getting tanned. <laughs> Singes the fur because his uh, hair gets darker. Right, Skin, right. It changes right. his hairstyle a little. It's Skin kind gets of fun. Darker. Like, like I said, I like the idea that you can almost kind of cobble together whatever kind of He Man you'd like, or Prince Adam for that matter. Mm -hmm. You know, you can keep both the having the same head, different heads. Whatever, you know, it's uh, the articulation is kind of ugly. I'll, I'll say that. But it also doesn't bother me. Well, there that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because they're not like actual human proportions. They're right. the old right. action figures. So and again, like the this this seems more like a retail line. Like if this comes to retail, you damn better believe my daughter's going to want some of these, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> all the time. I'm like, <laughs> I buy some. She's like, "Oh, what is that?" It's like, "No, go away. This one's for me. I buy you plenty of stuff. Let me have this one." Um, and you know, they're like, I can't even remember what it was, but I was just like, "Oh, honey, I share so much with you. Can I just have this one?" Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, there's uh, th there's a huge potential. Even just, I mean, I can I can think of a half dozen just mini comic characters that I want. Always loved mini comic Merman, um, Ram Man. You know, I mean, fuck, a Ram Man that's not just uh, one okay. solid piece with a with a spring in him. That's amazing sounding, you know. Uh, Skeletor, obviously. Um, you know, all red Beast Man. That's for sure going to happen. I can I can guarantee it. People love doing that all red beast man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, just look at the 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 cover of the the box. You know, the that man at arms with the goofy thing like way too high up on his face. <laughs> uh, you know, all of that stuff is stuff that I would happily purchase. You know, it kind of sucks at some point. You know, you're looking at your, uh, you know, your your collection, and I'm like, man, I'm I'm running out. I, there's, there's not a whole lot left. You know, I've been cutting back, you know, on my super seven stuff where I'm like, ah, 
do I really need my man at arms just because he has a mustache? I mean, probably, but <laughs> I, I have I mean, to the line somewhere. <laughs> you know, like I didn't order anything from the last wave. I just decided I'm going to hit Big Bad Toy Store when they actually release uh, and pick up uh, Evil Seed and um, Shadow Weaver because mm. they're they're just it, the, any any new character you're going to release in a vintage style. I'm all over. I want that. But when you're just like, well, here's Trapjaw, but he looks more like the cartoon. It's like, well, that's why I bought the classics. You know, the 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 Grayskull ones, because they look more like the cartoon. If I'm going to do that, then I might as well get rid of those. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I, I have to. I, I was just thinking about this with all these stupid uh, mega constructs. You guys buy any of those? The kids nope. like those? I've seen them, but I'm not interested. They're they're fun, but I get out of hand with them. <laughs> you know, like I, I literally next to me right now, there's probably like 20 of them in the box. Mm hmm. And I'm like, I don't know why I have these. Like, I have them because they're so inexpensive. They're fun to grab, you know. Uh, and, and then, I, you know, I always have the notion, like, well, I'll trade them. Trade them with people. But nobody wants them anymore. You know, after the wave has been out for a little while, you know, I, I have all these figures that were at one point rare. And now I, I probably do better just returning them all to Walmart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they'll take them they'll take anything they'll take anything um but yeah it's uh it anyway it, this line i will definitely be happy to be a part of so <laughs> you i will be happy if they make a figure of me and put it in the line is all well, i'm saying yeah i mean i would be happy with that too but it's not gonna happen um what i would just be happy with is some some so a good reason to keep collecting. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. that's all I really like. I I honestly I I sold a this is I'm at this point in my collecting stuff where I I had a couple commissions come through. I have some money that used to last me about 5 minutes. You know what I mean? It's like I have mad money. I can do whatever I want with. eBay here I come. Boom 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 boom, you know? But now all of a sudden it's like I just I don't even know what to buy anymore. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like either things are really fucking expensive or I just, I'm, I'm all the little stuff I got. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm at too. It's like, there's stuff out there that I want to get, but it's just so expensive and I can't justify the cost right. anymore. Everything's going right. up. You know? I, oh my God. I, I couldn't even believe it. Just in the past, uh, just in the past year, just in how the past five crazy, minutes. Yeah. How crazy stuff has gone uh, Masters of the Universe-wise. I'm so happy I'm, I'm at where I'm at. <laughs> um, just a, for instance, uh, Scareglow. Scareglow is always, he's, I don't know why, he's so, he's very popular. He's very, very popular. Okay. Um, don't know why. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he's a glow-in-the-dark skeleton figure. That's cool. Uh, right now, a complete one is around three or $400. Okay. Like that's that's a lot. Ridiculous. Seems like a lot. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I I think I paid thirty five dollars total for mine, and maybe about a year and a half ago. Now, yeah, you know, I got some good deals, but but still, 
You know, it, it's it's crazy. And then there's these people who are casting new parts and they're selling the new parts for what the parts used to go for about a year ago. <laughs> like that, that blows my mind. Somebody had, um, now, you know, Eternia. They didn't have Eternia, but they had this. There's this one little piece that nobody has anymore. It drives me nuts because my Eternia is only missing like three pieces. And that's one of them. And it's this little tiny blue clip that clips onto the monorail and then when one of the uh like the, there's like a little cage uh car that goes on the monorail um when it goes past that it flips a switch and releases the bottom and the bad guy gets away okay so that how, clip, how big is this thing it is it is less than an inch big mm. There, there is less than like a tenth of a penny's worth of plastic used in this this thing, um, and and the reproduction, hand cast ones, people are selling for sixty dollars. A <laughs> regular piece is hundred hundred and fifty bucks, easy. And then there's there's a windshield that goes on a another gun that's always missing. That's one of my pieces that that goes for 200 bucks by itself, just the windshield, you know, and, and it just, it, it boggles the mind. Um, but I, like I was telling my wife, I was like, for me, this is very difficult because if I was buying this as an actual investment, I, I would say within the next couple of years is the time to sell because I would make money hand over fist. I didn't do that though. <laughs> I bought this for nostalgia and I want this. Uh, and so my collection will be valued very highly for the next probably 10 or 15 years. And then as we get older and people stop caring about their youth and start dying out and whatnot, interest will wane. And it's not like I'm, I'm going to be like, here you go, daughter, <laughs> have this treasure trove of stuff. It's like this stuff probably 15 to 20 years before I gave it to you was worth a mint. Now, good luck getting rid of it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's so hard to predict. It is. It is. But, it, you know, again, I didn't buy it as an investment. I bought it because I like it a lot. And that's what you got to do. So if it turns out that one day you can say, hey, kids, put your kids through college with this. Great. College will cost, you know, <laughs> you have to pay them in cars at that point. <laughs> have your kids attend college inside of this Eternia. Right, right. Um, All right, let's let's move on. There's more SDCC news to talk about. SDCC. Next up, I wanted to talk briefly about this Lightning Collection Comic Con exclusive. Right. We don't talk briefly about anything. No, I just said I wanted to talk briefly. <laughs> <clears throat> This is uh, Power Rangers Lightning Collection. Uh, it's re it's what, what they call now Armored Red Ranger and then the Gold Ranger from Zeo. In a two-pack, you get... Uh, they're both Jason, if you didn't know. I didn't know that, actually. That's funny. Yeah, th that's why I this is... I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why this is the two-pack of them, because they're both Jason. Right. Makes sense. Uh, so you get two Jason heads with different facial expressions and, uh, and different haircuts, probably from the different eras. Um, you get everything that comes with a normal armored red ranger. So you got the red ranger stuff, but you also get the dragon dagger. Um, very cool. It comes with a, an assembled, 
um, although misassembled in the packaging, uh, all of their <laughs> weapons combined, the sword is on backwards. It looks cool in the box, okay. but you probably got to pop that off, turn it around. Um, you know, all their weapons combined into the power blaster or whatever it was called. Um, Gold Ranger comes with his Gold Ranger staff in both opened and closed forms. And the reason I wanted to talk about this is that I think the reason that they are doing this set, because all that's come out so far is the four figures from wave one. Right. And then there's the Goldar exclusive and then wave two has been announced, but we haven't even seen photos of it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the, you know, this is the next thing we've seen a photo of what the, the, the big um, controversy with Bandai before, um, you know, toward the end of the legacy collection was that the gold Ranger that they came out with was when they first showed it, all the gold parts were shiny and painted. And when it came out in stores, there was almost no paint on it. And it was just like a dull yellowy orange for the gold, mm. you know, it was just molded in that color. Mm-hmm. And Hasbro's out here going like, Hey guys, we've got a fully painted gold Ranger. So I think they're, <laughs> I think they're jumping on the, uh, you know, that that's their way of uh, not sticking it to Bandai so much as being like, look, we, we understand where the pain points are and we're, we're trying to fix those things as quickly as possible. I think though, I'm, I'm holding it up. This is the first, I meant to do this earlier and I'm, I'm just doing it now. Um, yeah, I, I'm like 99% sure that the gold lightning effect that comes with the gold ranger is actually Lord Zed's lightning effect in gold. Mm. So it's just a recolor of that, but it's, it looks okay. It looks good. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. No, the so. red ranger's helmet. I think maybe it, the visor is kind of molded a little funky, but that could just be early you know, promotion, like the early paint, you know, before it's finalized, I hope. But. Could be. Could be. Um, I will say this. I I feel like the head nearest to the Gold Ranger looks a little more like Jason does nowadays. Yeah. Could be. <laughs> it's just a, just a touch portly. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to find out because they're filming him for a, for a big episode in Beast Morphers. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He's going to be in well, it. Well, it's. That's really cool. I, I got to say, at first, I was excited because I, I think I've decided that I'm going to go ahead and collect this, just the Mighty Morphins. Okay. Um, it's going to take you a while because they're going to release them slow. And that's fun. You know, I, I like that. You know, I, I, I but I see I, I'm still on the fence on if I should buy the White Ranger because I never really I never really connected with the White Ranger. Yeah, Pat, Green's always you, been my favorite color. You are know. you collecting the Mighty Morphins or are you collecting only the ones you want? Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, and then there comes, you know, there comes the problem of like, I have the the only Power Ranger figure arts I have is green. And if I buy this figure, or if I buy this figure of the Green Ranger, do I need my figure arts one? Do I... What you know? It's a conundrum. It's a conundrum. It is the the lightning collection figures are a better value than mm-hmm. the figure arts because they're like a third of the price, right? And they're just about as almost as posable, right? Um, if not as posable, actually. And they're, I mean, the figure arts are a a, a more accurate representation of a human body, but these are very close. 
Right. I don't know. Like I'm going to, I'm going to, I think I'm just going to go ahead and start. I'm going to get Goldar. Cause regardless, I feel like Goldar, like even if I only have that Goldar mm. and this green Ranger, I'm cool. I'd like I mean, to get Lord Zed. Of course, I haven't seen him yet. Get Lord Zed and Goldar. That's going to be awesome. Right. I want Rita too. If they if they give me a Rita, eventually I'm they, they have to. Right. They have yeah. literally never made a good Rita Repulsa. I figure. know. I know. Um. So it would be, I mean, it would be really cool to have that. I tell you again. You know what? I I'm disappointed by this two pack because I was hoping for a different two pack. I was the hoping Balkan for skull. a Vulcan skull. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So I think one day. Is. It one, will happen one day. Now, did I hear? Uh, I, I actually I, I had to put something together for somebody at work today. So I was uh, making a, a Power Rangers shirt for their son. And um, spoiler alert, <laughs> if that person listens. Um, but uh, so I was making the shirt for them. And so I was just looking at a bunch of uh, comic book images and uh, I saw that Bulk and Skull got to be Rangers. Is that something happened or happening? Um, they were that, orange and purple. <laughs> that, yeah, I'm trying to remember what that's from. That I think that originally came from like a dream episode. Yeah, um, it sounds like a dream episode. <laughs> or was that the episode where they were trying to impress some girls? I forgot. Who cares? It was it was very fun looking. Um, and I, again, like even if that's the version that we get in a toy form i'll take it i know i know this um the this is coming back because they're uh gonna be in the comics as rangers again okay they're they're referencing that no no so they had when they were doing it they had those stupid made-up costumes where they were like on the show right i'm i'm remembering this yeah no I, i this is this is just um goofiness on you know in the uh, comic versus where I what they, I was talking about. There were there were like a few times when they dressed up as rangers on the show mm-hmm. or as heroes. Like there was one where they made up just like completely different costumes and they had like capes and um, stuff. And then there was one time they tried to actually dress up as rangers, but it was just like Bulk had like a blue shirt with a yellow diamond on it, and Skull had like a gray shirt with a red diamond on it, and they still had their capes. <laughs> And then they wore something that kind of looked like alien spacesuit helmets. <laughs> <laughs> I I give them full marks. They are are they not the longest running characters? Uh, well, I mean, I would say consecutive. Because weren't weren't they 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 just kept hanging on, didn't they? Technically, if you're going by like who started the first and like ended the most recent. Technically, Tommy's got an extra season on him, but mm-hmm. um, if you're talking about like pure number of seasons that they've been main, well, main as as close as they've ever been to main right. characters, um, yes, they because they were in six. Uh, Bulk and Skull were in five seasons. Bulk continued on for one more season, and then uh, came back in another season later. Where the hell did Skull go? College. No. Mm-hmm. They were just police buddies. Well, they got kicked out of the police. Police cops. They got, they got kicked out of the police and became detectives. And then uh, Bulk and that Professor Phenomenus went to space. And Skull was supposed to come with them, but he 
slept with his pink earmuffs on and couldn't hear his alarm clock. So he missed the spaceship. I feel like I saw that. And <laughs> then, um, Maybe you made me watch that. I don't know. But yeah. And then later bulk was hanging bulk, uh, would spend his time hanging out with skulls, son, spike. <laughs> and, uh, the two of them were learning to be samurais. And it turned out that skull had gone to college and become like filthy rich. Like he was, sure. a, he was an important businessman. Like you do. Like you do. And, and then he, he dropped all that at, to come back and hang out. Yeah. Apparently at the very least, um, had a kid. I don't, I assume he's married. <laughs> right. Right. At the very least had a kid. And, uh, <clears throat> side note, uh, uh, Paul Schreier, Schreier, Paul, the guy who plays bulk uh-huh. also plays, uh, the yellow hyperforce ranger. So his act, his actor is an actual ranger. Wait, what? You, bulk. The actor who plays bulk uh-huh. also plays the yellow hyperforce ranger. But not wait. But not bulk is not. But not bulk. No, it's not. He's he playing a different character. That's weird. Where where where? Send me a picture. I will send you. I will send you a picture. <laughs> I am highly intrigued. <clears throat> um. Oh crap! Jeez. What in the shit happened there? I, I clicked a YouTube link and it came out my laptop speakers instead of my headphones. That okay. I'm was not, loud. I'm not going to click that again. That was, that was very loud. I am not going to let that happen again. Okay, Pat, hold on. Copy image. Paste. This is riveting. Yes. Boom. All right. It's coming your way. It'll, it'll, it's a very small image, so it'll be delivered sometime tonight. right then it will anyway moving on uh this Mm -hmm. is going to be 50 bucks this is going to be the first test of hasbro pulse in terms of how it works with san diego comic-con um the it's going to be 50 bucks it'll be available at the show and then later it'll be available on pulse in the past um hasbro toy shop the precursor to pulse was Mm -hmm. hit or miss with these things because sometimes like what would happen is Hasbro would not announce when they were going to show up. People would kind of guess based on the past, like they're probably going to show up on this day. Mm-hmm. They would show up and then uh, within like 10 minutes or whatever, things would be sold out. And then sometimes like a week later, some more stock will show up. It'll just go back um, in stock and then sell out. And so some years I've gotten like all the exclusives and other years I've gotten none of the exclusives. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how Pulse goes, if they're going to like put it up for pre-order or if it's just going to be like, hey, here's all of our leftover stock or if there's going to be stock set aside. We don't know. Mm. But well, I mean, I personally, I'm not going to I'm not going to hurt myself going after this set. Um, I've decided that it. uh... Oh, look, there he is. (laughs) It, It took a while to get in there. It did. But I, I, that's that's pretty cool. I like uh, I like his look. I've I've often thought about uh, attempting that uh, style of facial hair. Mm-hmm. That's that's <laughs> his legit style of facial hair that he's just been sporting in real life lately. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I, I, I imagine once you go that way, you don't go back. <laughs> um, I mean, why would you? Exactly. You once call, you have the confidence to, I, I don't know. I don't know the, the, the Dickens. <laughs> Somebody the scares Dickens. the Dickens out of you. That's what happens. You're like, oh, 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 heavens. All right. I actually, I almost have the opposite of that right now because I just trimmed down the sides of my beard uh, very, very low. And then the middle is very pointy. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, not quite the opposite, but, you know, you get what I'm saying. You I, get get what I'm saying. I get it. I'm picking uh, up very cool set, though. Very mm-hmm. cool set. If, uh, if like, like when I first saw it, I was like, oh, shit, I have to get this. I, I want the Red Ranger. And I was like, oh, wait, they're probably going to do another regular Red they Ranger. Are, they are the... definitely going to do a non-shielded <laughs> Red Ranger for sure. Yeah. So and I, again, I got to say, I love the artwork. It's it's this like minimalist, maximalist vector style artwork that's the very artwork new. is phenomenal i saved all the boxes from wave yeah. one and i'm trying to figure out like uh, trying to figure out what's the best way to i don't want to save all the boxes but right like but what's the best to... way to save the artwork because they are amazing yeah i just I really want posters like... i want someone to sell posters posters i take trading cards anything man yeah that'd be good too just some some good good stuff i like it pat how do you feel about a little light copyright infringement <laughs> you know me <laughs> I can... uh, don't worry i'll take care of you we'll... all right so all right stop recording on. this kind of stuff talk moving to me on. after the show man <laughs> okay moving on all right i haven't seen dark phoenix yet and i'm probably not gonna see and, it in the theaters and let me tell you what <laughs> Not a lot of other people have either. Nope. No, they have not. Every review that I have seen said that this movie is basically garbage. Uh, yeah, I've read reviews from a lot of different points of view because I, I like to get different points of view on things because, you know, sometimes something is like, <clears throat> it's bad if you're expecting this kind of thing, but it's good if you're expecting this kind of thing or whatever. So yeah. every review I've read has basically been like, well, from my point of view, this movie did either negative things for me or did nothing for me. Right. Um, it is the lowest opening of any X-Men movie, of which mm-hmm. I believe we determined there is a ton of them. Yep. There a ton is a of lot. X-Men movies. And it was beaten in the box office by, which one? Secret Life of Pets 2? Secret Life of Pets a 2. 2, where they even lost the main character... <laughs> The main character is no longer voiced by the same voice actor, and yet it is still beating the pants off of this movie. Um, this is, I mean, I think that there's a lot of reasons why. First of all, I think the studio could smell this, yeah. you know. Um, well, there was not a very big marketing push. I honestly had no... I, I didn't realize that the movie was even coming out this weekend. You know, it was just like, oh, oh, it's out. Mm-hmm. Then, I mean, that happens to me. But I feel like I heard a lot of people say that. Where they're like, oh, I, I had no idea it was out already. Yeah, I I think this was kind of like it was it was clearly Fox being like, here, just get the last movie out so we can just make a, a couple extra bucks. Of course, they're going to lose a ton of money on this movie. Yeah estimates are that they might lose over a hundred million dollars on this movie but does it matter not really because they're owned by disney now so who cares simon kinberg 
it has been involved with these movies for a long time, and he's probably to blame for most of the problems with these movies. He hasn't been... This is the first one where he's been the director. Okay. So he's, he's the director and the writer, I believe. So he's, like, done the whole thing. It's his movie. Mm-hmm. And there were reports from actors and stuff that they were basically, like, changing the, the story on set as they were going. They were rewriting the script. Yeah, like, so... How much of this is in the article that we're posting? But None um, of it. Uh, the article that I actually wanted to talk about was the original ending of the movie that is not in the movie. Well, so I that's part of what I wanted to, to touch on. I first of all, I heard that there were several, um, and one of which in the early early writing stages, and maybe this is in your article. I didn't look at it yet, but in the early stages, they even had scrolls, like full on incorrect scrolls. Pat. They filmed an ending with scrolls. Oh, they filmed it. Okay. Because this is a, um, this is the actor, uh, Ty Sheridan, who I believe is Cyclops. Yeah. Okay. He is talking about an ending that they filmed and he's, he was saying like, he's, he prefaces his thing with like, I'm going to screw this up because I can't remember which footage goes for which ending. (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, after a while. Basically, the ending was um, the original ending, and I'm not spoiling anything for anybody because it's not in the movie. Right. Um, G. Who who actually does it? It, It's um, uh, Xavier and and Scott Summers go to the U.N. and try to tell the U.N. that there's aliens who are going, going to attack the Earth and they've captured Jean Grey. And then a fight breaks out between uh, the guards and Cyclops, and the guards turn out to be Skrulls, but then Jean Grey comes down from space and uses all her energy powers to defeat the Skrulls and then blasts back off into space. And the the theory is that this ending was too close to Captain Marvel because she honestly has Phoenix powers, basically. Um, and, the, you know, and, of course, the Skrulls and everything. And so... Um, they reshot it and I think rather appropriately just replaced the ending with a train wreck. Uh, I, I can think right. of no right. no better metaphor. Absolutely. Because they there was another rumor going around that they didn't change the ending because it was similar to another movie. They changed it because um, all the X-Men were like off doing their own things at the end and what the focus groups had told them was like, we really want to see all the X-Men like fighting together at the end. And Mm -hmm. so they were just like, Oh, well we'd better reshoot this whole movie then basically. (laughs) Like I honestly, like I, I like, I know focus groups are supposed to be like representative of everybody as a whole, but it's like, you know, if you're, if you're looking at it and going like, we're going to spend $50 million to redo the ending. And that way we'll be able to make an extra 20 million in profit. Like, right. Maybe just leave the ending alone. Sure. Well, but again, like I say, I've heard I've heard so many different things about this This, movie, which, again, is a a testament to how shitty and and crapped up this got. Um, But I heard that allegedly it was it not only was it um, Captain Marvel that it was (laughs) seeming to look a little too much like, but it was uh, Civil War. Yeah. And and like the, the basically and it sounded to me like 
you know, even the director states in some things where he's like, yeah, I was a really big fan of this movie. And that's pretty much what I was trying to do. <laughs> it's like, which is nobody. fine. I well, mean, sure. Sure. It's fine to take inspiration from things. It's just weird that you go that route and then you go, ah, maybe we shouldn't release it. <laughs> right. Uh, we should probably do something else. Right. Right. Everybody else feeling that. Every, yeah, get I'm everybody back in. Else. Let's do it again. <laughs> yeah. so yeah i i again we've not seen this movie yet um it does sound exactly like a train wreck um i i, I just don't know i don't know what to do with them anymore brian don't i do don't know what to do with them <laughs> we don't have to do anything i just i feel i feel like I don't even know. Like, I want to like the movies, you know, I, I go into these things with the, the hope and the notion, like, these are going to be great. We're going to have a good time. And then this is what I get. <laughs> this is the thanks I get. Mm, okay. No, but honestly, like even from the get go with this movie uh, in particular, I, I just didn't care. Yeah. You know? I, I didn't either. I, from the first trailer I saw, it was just like, oh, okay, well, this is the end. And they're clearly, like, they're going to just cram whatever elements of Dark Phoenix and right. and Phoenix into this movie, and then it will just be over. And you know. Now, this, this begs the question. Now, the Dark Phoenix, arguably, is the X-Men's defining story. You know, I am under the impression that a lot of people think that. Right. That that's the thing. Whether it's true or not, people think it. Yeah, if And the thing is is that does the MCU take a third stab? Now obviously not right away. You know. But you know, maybe 5, maybe even 10 years down the line. Sure. Do they I, try? Th yes, I think eventually they will on a galactic time scale. It should they and do more, it more? I was gonna say more, more will they, uh, or less will they, and more should they? Like, they were is so it preoccupied we... <laughs> with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to consider whether they should. No, now, you I see, don't think they should. I think they should definitely not. There's a ton of good X Men stories, there is tons, just make some of those and make them good. We, we've talked about it in the past. I so badly, so badly want to see an arcade story. I mean, how crazy cool would it be if that's our introduction to the X-Men is that Tom Holland Spider-Man gets captured <laughs> by Arcade and shows up and the X-Men are there. <laughs> They're just there. They're just there. They're already scooped up and then they get to play the video game and Storm dies over and over and over again because it's impossible. <laughs> okay, well, maybe the movie wouldn't be uh... <laughs> that closely tied to the video game, but... No, but uh, but you know what I mean. Like it, it, it just it would be so cool to see something that again, that's a very iconic uh, storyline that they, you know, nobody wants to touch uh -huh. anymore. I don't know why. You know, well, you know, kids don't know what an arcade is anymore. I guess when I think of like classic X Men stories, like Days of Future Past is a classic X-Men story. And I think they did a f actually a fairly good job of adapting it. Mm -hmm. Not 
you know, like they had to fit it in with their continuity and, and they, they had to cram Hugh Jackman into it. But overall, I think like they, they got I don't the think they had to cram story. Hugh Jackman into it. Wolverine was a major part of the Days of Future Past. They had to give Kitty Pride time travel powers. Yeah, listen, I didn't say that that it wasn't okay. something that was stupid. Anyway. I just think that. <clears throat> what anyway. about what about like God loves man kills? What mm. about like um, uh, anything with uh, Genosha or you know? Let's actually get some like, um, uh, what's the what's the what was Joss Whedon's? Uh, Astonishing X Men. Those were pretty good. X Men. Those were fun. There's Um, a lot of good. There's a lot of good. Uh, What about uh, what's that time when they got eaten by an island? That was a good one. Yeah, you know. I don't remember the names of these things, but yeah, that was a pretty good one. That classic Chris Claremont tale: the time they got eaten by the islands. What? What about? Well, you know, because it was the original X Men. They got trapped by the living island thing, and then they had to recruit all the new ones. Like that'd be a fun story, for sure. I mean, um, there's there's a lot of really. What cool about that time that, that they go. all got turned into vampires for like five years? No, thank you. No, <laughs> okay. no. All right. No, no. What about that one time that they all had to wear matching leather outfits for several years? Okay, well, because that, some that movie came out about them. <laughs> no, I wanted to. I want the meta thing to happen where they they literally have to start wearing the outfits because a movie came out about them they're like well uh, synergy pr yeah (laughs) brand synergy okay (laughs) one other thing that i heard about dark phoenix i don't know how true this is but some of the issues may have been because they were trying to rush this movie out so that it could be out before captain marvel and they could claim that they had the first (laughs) female-led superhero movie which is ridiculous on several accounts because Uh despite the fact that this movie is about a female character it's still an ensemble movie but also captain marvel was not the first female-led superhero movie like Uh wonder woman electra catwoman like there were other movies we could try to forget most of them but like (laughs) they were rushing to claim a, a prize that was not available right yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting thought, but uh, nonetheless, no. Anyway, moving on. Let's talk about X Men. <clears throat> this I'm was an interesting as to article. What we've been talking about so far. Yeah, we're into the X Men block of the X Men mm-hmm. X uh, structured X gibberish. <clears throat> there, uh, this was a weird article because it it doesn't really give much, but I still wanted to talk about it because how awesome would this be if this was mm-hmm. legit? The original creators of X-Men the Animated Series are reportedly preparing to pitch to Disney to let them bring back the show and let them pick up where they left off. Now, I only saw the end of season five once, like a long time ago, and it wasn't great. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of hope they maybe don't pick up where they left off, but maybe a little (laughs) bit before that. um, Right. Yeah. Didn't they do like a Superman Returns on it? That's one of those uh, series that ended up on a different network, right? Like all of a sudden it went from Fox to CBS or something. No, but it did. I think it stayed on Fox, but it did completely change the animation studio and the animation Mm -hmm. quality was significantly lower. Yeah. All I remember is that I stopped watching it and then I started watching it again and go and, and like just jumped in the middle. I was like, what 
in the actual fuck is happening. Yeah, and I think <laughs> and Xavier either dies or goes to he's like dying or something, and he goes to live with Lalandra, uh-huh. and Magneto takes over the X Men. There was the there was some kind of shenanigans there. I remember uh, the specifically the episode I came back into um, had something to do with like Beast and Jubilee were like on a safari. <laughs> and and most notably, like they weren't in their regular costumes. They were in like safari outfits. And I was like, if this if there is a commercial for a new toy biz beast in a fucking pith helmet, I'm going to be really pissed because that's the only reason I can imagine they're doing this. It doesn't make sense any other way. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's funny because the, the creators of the show have said that they, they never did things specifically to cater to like, here's the thing we can make an action figure of. Mm-hmm. But the the I think just the nature of them wanting to include various different things from the X-Men uh, mythos mm-hmm. it just led to like Toy Biz being like, we got a lot of stuff. We got eight Wolverines we can make. Heck we got yeah, Beast man. with the tech backpack and without the tech backpack. Because <laughs> he's got to have a tech backpack that showed yeah, up in like season course. three or four and stuck around a while. Um, you know. Yeah, um, I... I don't think they, I'm fairly certain they never made Safari Beast and Safari Jubilee. But But again, that like (laughs) I I just I swore it ended up being on CBS because that's where all all of my favorite things go to die. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, CBS is the is a a graveyard. Uh, But yeah, it was it was very much a matter of like, oh, that's not what I was hoping to find when I came back upon watching the show. Do you think those voice actors are still available? Like they haven't, they didn't do anything. Uh, well, show. Uh, as we discussed in our special edition, uh, which you should check out everybody, um, beast played the guy who drove rogue to, I don't know, Anchorage or whatever. Laughlin city. Laughlin city. Thank you. Uh, that, that was beast. <laughs> I'm fairly certain the guy who does Wolverine is still kicking. Um, although after years of doing that voice, he may not be able to talk anymore. <laughs> he may have completely ruined his throat. Um, but yeah, I uh, I don't know. I I imagine uh, all the the voice actors are probably <laughs> still around, but I don't know that they that they're going to go get them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I feel like stuff like this, and, as, and honestly, I'll be upset if they don't. You you know my stance on this. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll be very put out if they don't do that. Um, but I think they'll need, like, the studio execs will ensure that a um, some kind of star power has to come with this. Like they're, they're going to have to like convince Hugh Jackman oh. to voice Wolverine on the show. It'll, it'll be Patrick Stewart or, playing professor X instead right. of David you know, K doing a Patrick Stewart impression. <laughs> right. Or, or, you know, to be honest though, I mean, if you look at the, um, you know, all of the Avengers cartoons, they probably will just get no name voice actors to 
sound like Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman. Do you know um, who played Wolverine in the uh, early movie tie-in video games? Uh, I I think I know where you're going, but you go ahead and tell us. Mark Hamill. Yes, Mark Hamill. And he did a good job. He did. Let's do he, that. He wasn't, um, you know, for, for as long as I'll be alive, the voice of Wolverine will always be uh, the animated series guy. And whenever I read Wolverine, it's never been Hugh Jackman. Always, always, always the animated series. Occasionally, Pride of the X-Men. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I personally enjoy doing Pride of the X-Men Wolverine's like Australian-y, uh, gruff, uh, but also kind of Irish with the way he rolls his R's. <laughs> I don't make it on X-Men. <laughs> now, the article does end with uh, an interesting little tidbit. Mm. Uh, Wolverine, Rogue, Beast, Gambit, and Mr. Sinister are going to be together at a panel in Los Angeles Comic-Con this year. Oh. And uh, the first time that these people have left their houses since uh, 1997 <laughs> or whatever. Um, Because I think the story, I might be screwing this up, but I think the story was something like they got all these voice actors from like one agency in Canada and these people are not like high profile voice actors and they just went back to doing their like TV commercial jingles or whatever when the show is over. Yeah, um, maybe, you know, because they they're not in like the normal rounds of like the, you know, the cartoon voice actors that we typically see everywhere and have seen around for like the last 30 years. Right. They showed up for this show and then they didn't come back for anything else. <laughs> they disappeared. Wolverine, the guy, Cal Dodd, who played Wolverine, was in a Ghost Rider toy commercial. Mm hmm. That sounds about right. So, yeah, I mean, I I would hope that they would bring these guys back. Um, but also, let me say this, as much as I love the X-Men animated series and I wouldn't change it for the world, I don't know that today's audiences uh, are are quite there for the way the the melodrama played out in those old episodes. Yeah, it would be interesting to to see how they do that cuz like the first two seasons were very grounded and realistic and for the most part teen. and well, okay, yes, there's a lot of that too, but like <laughs> those the first two seasons were very much dealing with like we are a um, a minority group that is fighting for, you know, a place in society. Right. And then in season three, which starts out with an alien ship crashing and goes into Phoenix sagas and everything uh-huh. from then on, then it's just like, we're just superheroes basically. Right. So I, I would really prefer that they go back to the season one and two mold, which is like, how do we find our place in society? How do mm-hmm. we get people to accept us? How do we well, fight? I... How do we fight the villains and not, look like we are the villains. Right. I do feel like um, the, uh, like that's, that's where the X-Men strengths lie. Mm-hmm. You know, like we, we talked about a few weeks ago, you know, the, the, the notion of, you know, professor X would probably be an all lives matter guy, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> yes, I believe that reference is in our, that, uh, X-Men, the movie review. So go find okay, that. On there the you website. go. There you go. Um, that, you know, that is, 
kind of the the epitome of um of what I'd like for them to continue exploring, you know, because the the way you know the X-Men were were a big reason that I grew up with a good I, I had decent parents too. <laughs> I should point that out. Uh, but you know, they, I grew up with a good moral compass, you know, a, 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 a sense of, uh, justice for minorities, you know, because I watched these other things that, um, you know, you, you, you watch cartoons and read comic books about things that are fantasyful, but they, they lock that idea in your head, mm-hmm. you know, that you, you learn from that. Um, and you say, oh, well, obviously what's going on here is wrong. Just like in that X-Men comic, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, and so that I do hope that that's what they kind of go, they lean towards, uh, they lean more towards that rather than, like you said, just straight up superheroes, um, which isn't the worst thing. I love superheroes, but the X-Men are a, a different breed. They should There's, stick with that, I think. Yeah, so Marvel and Disney, you know, before Disney got X-Men back even, they have made a ton of shows about just superheroes. Right. When you have the X-Men, you have an opportunity to do something more than just that, and mm-hmm. it, it would be a shame to squander it. And again, it doesn't mean they can't superhero. Be superheroes. No, but that's... let them have the gravitas of the rest of the situation. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's why I was saying like, you know, put them in situations where it's like, they have to choose between like, if, if we go out there, we're putting ourselves at risk of like the police trying to arrest us. But if we don't go stop like saber tooth or whoever, you know, that's, you know, there's going to be even more trouble. Right. You know, like just like put them in the actual, real world almost. Well, know? and again, I kind of like the idea um of that's why they haven't been around in the MCU. Like if they're they're there, you know? Yeah. Like mutants are a thing that's that's already been happening. Um I'm sure they they can't just be like, "Yep, we always were there." But you, you know what I mean? Like the reason they weren't prevalent and you didn't see them all over the place is because they're in hiding. They yep. can't just pop out and be like, I'm a superhero because they're not Tony Stark. Right. You know, they're not Captain America. There's some other guy that people are afraid of. It's like, um, do you remember the beginning of, uh, like the prelude to civil war in the comics when, um, I don't remember who exactly it was. I think it was Tony Stark, but it could have been someone else from the pro registration side goes to professor X and says, Will the X-Men commit to registering uh, with the Superhero Registration Act and fighting with us? And Professor X was basically just like, absolutely not. We've already fought our own registration act and we want no part of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And we will continue to just be our own. We're going to stay over here in our mansion. Right. Our mansion school. <laughs> right. This is a no fly zone. Yeah, you, Please you, stay over there. Yeah. You keep Mutants. your registration act to yourself. Right. Mutants are not going to register. No, no. Uh, but it's it's such an interesting again, it's it's really hard for me because I would prefer my comic book and comic book based media be more like they're just superheroes and they're saving the day and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. Um but it does it just opens such an interesting like well, I guess thankfully we don't have to 
make these kinds of calls, but like when is a person dangerous enough to be a weapon? When do you have to say like that that person should right. be monitored because even, they could just kill everybody? Even though this person <laughs> has shown no tendency or inclination to harm anyone, they have the capacity to do so if they right. chose to. So what do we do? Do we let them be themselves right. or do we proactively try and do something about it? Like that is a legit difficult question to answer. And people in real life would have a lot of, a lot of issues with that. And, you know, when we're, when we're talking about like put them in the real world and stuff, like I think there's a lot of people like who would think that we're trying to say like Zack Snyder it up a little bit, which is right. definitely not what we're saying. <laughs> We've never said that and we never will. <laughs> because I will never accuse Zack Snyder of living in the real world. <laughs> but no, we're not looking exactly. for like X-Men who are like cursing and like breaking bones and stuff like that. We're just saying like, you know, actions have ramifications. And if, if, you know, this is the X-Men make show the ramifications. That's what they're there for. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I it, it just, that's what makes them interesting. Don't, don't shy away from it. You know, like this, this should, it ideally, Pat, ideally, this should feel like you're watching like some Netflix or HBO or Amazon exclusive show where it's like a, a full season of an overarching plot that's very deep with a lot of things going on and weaving in and out of different things and um, where they have the time to say, like, we're going to set up a thing here and it's going to have ramifications later and we're going to actually deal with them but it's in cartoon form like that would right. be phenomenal. Yeah. It's uh and, and again, by all means surround that with goofy superhero antics, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, keep yeah. it interesting. Don't, keep don't it fun. Forget, don't forget but, that they, they also have superpowers. Right. But it's, it's definitely, it, it would be a waste. Like you said, it would be a waste of, uh, what they've built this already up to if you didn't uh, try, you know, mm -hmm. try and make something better than just standard meh. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of funny. Like I, uh, I was reading a lot about obviously about the, the movie and it's, it's flopping and, you know, there, there are the, the naysayers that just say, well, well, superhero fatigue. Nobody wants any more superhero movies. Just stop making them. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I really don't think that has anything to do with it. No, you know? people, people are simultaneously, while not seeing this movie, they are still sitting through three hours of Endgame. <laughs> right, right. I mean, that's, that's the thing is like the biggest movie. Yeah. No, I don't think it was, I don't think it quite got to the biggest movie of all time, right? It 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 died. It's 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 still running, but it's not going to make every single record broken. No, I don't think so. Um, but uh, but I I will tell you this: I still have never seen Avatar, and I don't plan on it. It just no, it doesn't okay. look like something that interests me at all. Um, but. I also am not going to be see, like, don't make any more Avatar movies. Are you, are you not going to go see the new Avatar movie every other year from now on? Probably. <laughs> Freeze me up. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I, I just think that, you know, these people that take on this, like, yeah, I'm such an elitist and the only good superhero movie was Christopher Nolan's Batman because he understands superheroes. Like, no, he doesn't. 
Um, he makes good movies, you know, at least those couple. First one, for sure. Second one, well, no, the second one, for sure. The first one, 90%. The third one, 10%. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I just I just think it's funny that, that we get to that point where it's, uh, you know, people are, are bitching and moaning that somebody is creating something. It's like, just don't go see it then. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that it's it's very simple. <laughs> Take yourself out of the equation. Don't that bother us. Is how we got Dark Phoenix. <laughs> there you All go. Right. Last last topic. I'm Whew. throwing it back to you. Um, I realize I, I already, I already opened this link, and I've got like three tabs of the same link open. <laughs> this is the Marvel Legends Retro X Men Wave, which yes! looks amazing, and I've already pre-ordered half of it. Oh, which ones did you get? Let's let's just go down the list here. Uh, it's not actually half. It's like a third. Doesn't matter. Just Storm who, who and the Dazzler. Okay, great choices. Storm. I, I mean, first of all, we were just talking about Storm. We were like, definitely going to happen, man. We're mm-hmm. getting a, a Storm in the '90s costume. Going to happen. And then out of nowhere, they were just like, here it is. Like it's it's coming out in a month and a half. It will be in our hands in, in a month and a half. Retro packaging. When I first saw the retro packaging, I went, oh, these aren't Marvel Legends scale. These are smaller. Right. <laughs> but they're not. They're not. They're... And you know what else? I fucking I almost want to buy that Cyclops because yeah. he has those awesome optic blasts. Yep. Oh, but I hate that costume. Never liked that costume. The X Factor uh, costume. It's OK. Yeah. It's, it's classic. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, Jim Lee or like, nothing. It's probably like third or fourth on my list of favorite Cyclops costumes. Me too. But that shows you how, how little I care about Cyclops' costumes. If you can't see his hair, then it doesn't belong in my collection. No. Uh, so you don't even like I, part I, of the X-Men costume? Man, see, I I still have, uh, I have, right now I'm in the midst of getting rid of all of these X-Men uh, Marvel Legends because I'm like, I'm upgrading or have upgraded like almost an entire collection of X-Men Marvel Legends. So I'm trying to get them all together so I can try to just shoot them out in one lot, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, ah. like right now I've got to sit at my desk right here. I was like, all right, Storm is gone. I've got my Storm. She's pre-ordered, whatever. Black suit Storm out of here. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get rid of Colossus. Uh, I've, I've, I really like that two pack. You remember the, the Colossus juggernaut two pack that's coming out. Yep. Uh, looks really cool. I, I need a juggernaut. Um, so I have, I, I have like, the, uh, the white suit storm repaint of that black suit storm. Uh huh. And, uh, it doesn't look as good as this new storm that's coming out. No, not sure. at all. This, this is, this I, is definitely winter. In, in regards to the, uh, pride of the X-Men Cyclops costume, which is like his, uh, it's 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 like a classic costume. Yeah, but, but I mean it's except, this it's this costume except for it's all blue with yellow boots, right? Yeah, and the, the thing is, like, I kind of like this one more because it's got the X on it. The other one always struck me as just too plain. He's just in like a blue body sock kind of thing, and he's got some extremes. boots and gloves. Yeah, you see, they're wearing nothing, or yeah. he's got ten thousand belts. I mean, the, yeah, this is like. At least it's that, but it's also they've added some flourish to it. You know, so you right. got the big X on it and everything. And I mean, so again, I, I kind of like the suit, but I don't like it nearly as much as the Jim Lee suit. Right. 
especially in this packaging. I mean, this was the figure that you bought. Right. You know, you either got this or the Pride of the X-Men one, which I got the Pride of the X-Men one, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Again, I I am almost sold on this figure for optic blast accessories alone. Um, And so, yeah, so let's let's go go down the list here. So we got we got the wool or Cyclops. We got a Wolverine, which I was very tempted by. I don't think we've ever gotten this like X-Men or Wolverine number one Wolverine. Uh, I don't think so. I I was very tempted, but I am going to pass. Um, he even has, I, I always thought it was interesting in the comics. He's got like what appears to be, uh, fishnets on, on his eyes. <laughs> I was never sure if it was a mask or if it was supposed to be like crosshatch hatch shading or what. <laughs> yeah. I was never clear on that either. Um, but the, he, the packaging had, it, art doesn't have it. I know. Isn't that funny? Like the packaging art almost looks more like, uh, uh, we were just talking about the the was it wasn't the uncanny or the astonishing X Men. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. Um, no, actually, it looks more like um, Ultimate X Men. Ah, uh, kinda, kinda. I could see that. Uh, I do like, and again, I this is why I keep going back and forth on this stuff. I do like that nowadays you get um, claws in hands with Wolverine as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know that I have a situation where I would pose him that way, but I like knowing that I have the option. You know, um, I do think I'm going to go back and pick up the Wolverine that was uh, just out with the Omega Red Wave. Because um, that one, it, although I don't know, his mask is not. It's not wide enough <laughs> for my liking. Like I have the brown suit Wolverine. Which I think he has the perfect, the the best mask they ever made in a Marvel Legend. Um, I mean, for Wolverine, that is. But uh, the very, very first one that came out in the first wave, I still think is a quality figure, but it's just not like it's too realistic now. Which again, I you know, I, I feel like at the time that's what I wanted. I was like, whoa, this is so cool! It looks like he's really real. Um, but now I want him to just look like he's supposed to look in the comic books, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's that in between space. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I keep flip-flopping on which figures I'm going to, you know, get rid of. Like here, here's another good one. So uh, Iceman, mm-hmm. I, I like this. <laughs> I think he was Sentinel wave, the Sentinel wave Iceman. Mm-hmm. That's the one I have already. I dig him but i this know a little bit shinier it's better it's yeah. better well i mean just it's a little transparent maybe just from the uh like sculpting and articulation standpoint this is better you know like even those marvel legends that we used to herald as like really fucking good are not that great when you look like they have they might have more articulation but did they need it mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, they were sacrificing aesthetic for articulation in some of them. And and you can really tell. But I feel like Iceman is one of those characters that I just don't care enough about. Like, I always liked Iceman okay, but he was never my favorite. I think he the one I have is fine. That's I, I think I'm I've just talked myself completely out of it. I'm not going to buy this one. <laughs> okay. 
now this silver samurai, on the other hand, first of all, I'm so glad that they put a villain in the wave so we can get the purple card. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think we've ever had a good silver samurai figure before. I don't think so. I think not even when uh, the Wolverine came out. Yeah, he he had a three and three quarter inch figure. I remember that because mm-hmm. I. I looked at it several times thinking, should I? No. Should I? No. And then I didn't. Uh, Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, but he, he is definitely on my maybe list. Uh, and then there's Storm, who, hot diggity dog, so happy, so happy to finally get a really good looking Storm. And honestly, the the figure isn't bad, the, the old one. You know, because I, I, like we were saying, the, the black one, um, black suited one, I should say. Um, it's not bad. Her head, they had a tendency to make things a little too big. You know, um, her hair is just massive. Yes. Um, and her head is so tiny. The white <laughs> one is weird, though, because it's like it's it's. I don't know what color it's molded in, but it's like painted white. But it it almost looks like they took the black one and then painted white and over then just it. painted white over it. Yeah, because it, there's Maybe. it's it's not bright white like this one. It's got like almost like a blue or a black wash. They over definitely it. added like a blue wash. That that was pretty common. Like you can even in, see in Storm's hair here, um, not the the new one, but this the old one. She's got like a blue wash through her hair. They were just struggling. Because in the comics, they often do that. Like, they did it perfect on this new figure. It's just like a, maybe even a black wash, but it's just something that just gives you that little bit of definition, definition, and that's all you really need. You don't really need that extra highlight color. Um, But again, like this one, like, the articulation is almost too much. Like, do we really need a mid-hip and a mid-calf? I I just don't think so, you know? Mm, Scientist debate. (laughs) <laughs> and she suffers from like uh broke back syndrome like hardcore like there is no way for her not to having having like her posterior presenting <laughs> like there's just there, there's no way to move her hips like i don't know if these hips are put on backwards or something i don't know but like i said this is a it's a fine figure but it is certainly not the figure i was looking forward to having this white one is um, but what this white one is lacking is this cool wall mountable tornado base. That's true. But <laughs> the new one comes with lightning. It's true. Almost exactly like the OG storm figure did uh, that came in packaging very much like this. So again, I am super happy. I, I, I couldn't be more excited I ordered it right away. I can't wait for it to get here. I hope it's August 1st very soon. It might be by the time you're listening to this podcast. That's how we release stuff. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, do we miss anybody? Oh, Dazzler. 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 I'm trying to figure out how she holds her Dazzles. (laughs) They clip. Have you ever seen those? No. Like the interior Dazzle uh, is open. And so it'll like clip to her wrist. Mm, Okay. So... Uh, I, I might just buy her so I can get those for my, uh, Jubilee. Cause that, that while having the extra bubble blowing head was awesome. The lack of fireworks is depressing. Mm. That's true. So 
I, I am on the fence about this Dazzler because I, tr I try my damnedest not to have more than one version of a character in my collection because I have so fucking much stuff. But uh, this, uh, even though when I think of Dazzler, I always think of 70s roller skate Dazzler. That's just, that's where my head goes. But this Dazzler was pretty fucking iconic. So... I don't know. Time will tell. If if I ever see this Dazzler, I will buy it. I can almost I can guarantee that. If if ever it's just like, oh my god, there it is, it's it's gonna be bought. If, if ever, I have anybody to just brings one to your house and leaves it on your doorstep. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But if I have to pre-order it, I don't know. I probably won't end up getting it. So that's I think that's where I am with Silver Samurai too, even though he's a cool figure and I always like the character. He's just he doesn't seem like a must, you know, I'll yeah. regret that later too. That's, that's how these things go. Uh, I'll, I'll be looking him up on eBay in like six months. I'm like, Oh, why did I wait? No, <laughs> it's almost just cheaper to just buy everything when it comes out. <laughs> that's, that's my policy. So, um, now I really, I cannot see us not getting, uh, wait, there's a lot of, double negatives in there i can't see uh a future where we don't get a gene gray a 90s gene gray reveal at san diego comic-con at this point because they're they're focusing hard is there anyone left from the 90s era x-men that we need an update on no so gene gene the, 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 the last gene that came out was not that long ago true but, but it was pretty bad it was, yeah. yeah. It, it definitely so, needs an update. Um, I, 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 well, Kitty was like that too. Like they put out a Kitty. Uh, well, I guess that Kitty was pretty old. There was um, the Kitty Pride with with uh, Lockheed from like one of the very first Hasbro waves. Hasbro waves, right? And, and then, then she got released not too long ago. Yeah, and it, and it's been a good number of years since that, right? That that she got a re-release, and it was a much better figure. Well, I'll tell you what they really need to do if. If for some reason we don't get Gene, if we don't get a damn Emma Frost, White Queen Emma Frost, I'm going to just start breaking shit. Yeah, hers. She was another <laughs> one of those early wave that went really bad. Oh, God. Was awful. The, it is one of the worst figures. Like, I don't even own it anymore. I got rid of it. Yeah, uh, I got rid of mine. I, I do have the Marvel Select one, which is great. It's a great looking figure, but it's way too big. <laughs> it's the the selects are seven inch scale the rest are six inch scale and they, they don't even scale them well so she is just seven inches tall uh even though she's you know never been she's more of a petite looking character um i don't know i i really want that anyway and we all know my number one number one want is an arcade figure that is you know, that is my my holy grail at this point i feel like there is one character missing that I don't think they've ever done a figure of that they need to do. I might know who you're talking about now because one just popped into my head, but you go ahead. Morph. Yes, yes. That's what I... when are they <laughs> going to do this? I don't know, man. I don't do know. It. Now's the time. Now's do it, the Hasbro, time. you cowards. Make a morph. <laughs> well, to be fair, I mean, we they, talked about this and we decided a... that every figure could be morph if you want. Right, right. They put out. Um, well, because I feel like all the pieces are there. We just need a new head. Because yeah, they all the put pieces out are there. Forge. 
mm-hmm. Forge, you know, uh, you know, basically is uh, Morph's outfit. You know, that you fix the leg. Mm-hmm. Give him <laughs> uh, a jacket. Put on a, Yeah, put on a leather jacket and give him a goofy looking head. A couple of them. It'll be great. Yeah. Make it a Walgreens exclusive. Everybody's happy. <laughs> Did they yeah. ever do a, uh, a 90s bishop? Uh, all bishops are 90s bishops. <laughs> no, well, there's there's a 2000s uh, bishop costume. Yeah, I don't think they've ever done that one, though. They, they've done two bishops, and both of them were very 90s. Um, I have I have the original one. He's one that I was like, eh, I don't. I don't oh, yeah, that's it. right. I did have a bishop a long time ago, and I got rid of it. So it wasn't great. Yeah, he's he it's he's okay. They need to, like they, I said, they I don't feel like one. there's nothing wrong. They did one not too long ago. Let me see when that was. Um, okay. um but uh th- that's not one that I would buy, but one that I would want them to uh to do so that I could be like, oh good, I'm glad that exists. Yeah, so he was in like the Deadpool wave, so he was really recent. Um, or not the Deadpool, the uh, uh, Sauron. Uh, yeah, I might have seen and he's, you know, he, like I said, I feel like he's, uh, like there was nothing super amazing about him that they didn't accomplish with the first figure, you mm-hmm. know? So I, I, you know who, you know who else really, really needs an update? Banshee. Banshee oh. was also in that early wave, mm-hmm. uh, and just awful, just awful. Um, in fact, what I've seen uh, a lot of and I like is uh, people have been using the Banshee head to create their own custom arcade, and it's pretty perfect really <laughs> because his sonic arcade. scream just looks like uh, maniacal laughter. So I do, on the other hand, I know we were talking about this. Um, I think I'm upgrading my Nightcrawler. I'm looking oh, at him. Uh, um, you know, I, I tell you, you know, what's, what's done it for me is the, the moderately happy face, you know, um, I like the one I have, he's kind of scowling. He just doesn't look, (laughs) he doesn't look like he's in a good place. Um, and, and again, you know, like they just, they really get the articulation a lot more. They don't force finger articulation like everything had fucking finger articulation. And I tell you what doesn't look good <laughs> is finger articulation. <laughs> uh, you know, other than that, like, uh, again, I like the, you know, they gave him weird feet articulate like he has uh, toe and uh, front of you know, I don't know the ball, of the foot. And his heel all have articulation on the old one. You don't need any of that. <laughs> not any of it. Um, I mean, it's not a bad figure. It's just the other one is better. That's that's the bottom line. I tell you what I really like to do now. Um, I like to just go to GameStop and pre-order them. Because you put $5 down and you can just come in and just put $5 on it every week. And it's almost like getting free figures because I never think about five bucks, you know, and then all of a sudden they're just like, hey, sir, your toys are here. I'm like, hooray. It's just like when I was a kid, I would just put five dollars. Uh, of course, I would get the figure for the five dollars when I was a kid. But, uh, you know, I, I, I think I'm going to go for this one. Are you are you doing this Nightcrawler? No. 
Do you have a Nightcrawler or do you just not care? I'm not doing Nightcrawler. <sighs> You're a terrible person. Well, that's the show. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm hanging up on I'm hanging up on Pet because he's being mean to me. Uh, where does what's our website? Structuredgibberish.com, jibcast.com, jibcast.com, uh, Facebook.com/slash structuredgibberish, uh, Twitter at structuredjib, and run all the the famous, the most famous and important podcast registries. Go go find look up our name on the registry. Yeah, we'll, we're there. And uh, buy us a listen. And if we're not there, you should tell us. Yeah, you should put us <laughs> there. Hurry up and tell us, because then we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there so that you can listen. If you're listening to this and you can't figure out how to listen to this, <laughs> you got we problems. To, we might have to have a talk. But <laughs> anywho, we'll uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye.